Dominique, I mean, before we wrap up, one of the things that we're asking all our guests is to nominate someone for the Trapped History Hall of Fame. It's someone who we haven't really heard of, but definitely should have. Who who would you like to nominate? So I would like to nominate French mathematician Sophie Germain. To meet Sophie, we have to go about a hundred years before Emmy's time, mm-hmm. and we're in Paris at the time of the French Revolution. And much like Emmy, Sophie was barred from entry into the world of mathematics, but even more so with her parents actively trying to prevent her from going into this course that was not at all appropriate for women. They took away her clothes, her fire to try and stop her from from reading in the night. As the French Revolution was raging outside, to to keep her inside and keep her safe, she was lucky that her her father was a, a cloth merchant, I believe. He had a library and she had access to his books. And she was fascinated by the story of the death of Archimedes, the great Greek mathematician, because legend has it that he was so wrapped up in his his maths, his the problem that he was solving, that when a Roman soldier came along to arrest him for whatever Roman soldiers were arresting people for at that time, <laughs> he was so wrapped up that he didn't want to leave his work. He refused to go with the Roman soldier and sadly met his fate with the Roman soldier's sword. And Sophie Germain thought that if a subject could consume him so entirely to keep him that passionate about it, it was worth looking into. And she taught herself Latin and Greek so that she could understand the works of Isaac Newton and Euler. And she really was self-taught. And she came up against against so many barriers, so many obstacles. This, like I say, she, this is 100 years even before Emmy Nurter, so she certainly wasn't allowed to, to participate. And even so, she managed to do so much. And you just wonder what she could have done yeah. had she had access to, to a, a rigorous education. And did her parents then, in, in their library, did they have Newton and things like that? That sounds like a pretty good library. Pretty good library, yeah. I think for a, a fairly wealthy cloth merchant, he probably had had a pretty decent library. So she had access to, to some, some good books. And even though they definitely didn't want her to do it, and as I mentioned, they took away her her blankets and her, her clothes to stop her, but she managed to smuggle in some candles. I think later her mother did sort of secretly support her and smuggled in some books as well. Oh. But <laughs> she had to actually take on a pseudonym. She she went by Monsieur Leblanc, fearing the ridicule attached to a female scientist. So eventually oh. her her identity did come out and they were so impressed by her that they weren't bothered that she was a woman. I think so too. <laughs> Even so, she managed to contribute so much to the worlds of number theory, theory of elasticity. Her work in elasticity actually assisted with the construction of the Eiffel Tower. But when the architects inscribed the names of 72 great French scientists, her name wasn't among them. And even when she died, she wasn't listed as Sophie Germain mathematician. I think she was listed as Sophie Germain property holder. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah I, think, definitely I think we need a whole someone. episode on so <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome, doesn't she? I have, I don't know if you'd be interested, I have a little poem about Sophie Germain that sort of covers her her life. That is this a poem you wrote? It is. Oh, yeah. oh how lovely. Oh. Amazing. <laughs> Our story begins in the French Revolution with the storming of the Bastille and the great mathematical evolution of a girl from the bourgeoisie. At the age of 13, as the war raged on, she was forced to stay at home, and in her father's library she laid eyes upon some grand mathematical tomes. 
But the education of women was not at all proper, so her parents put up a fight. They took away things to try and stop her. Her clothes, her fire, her light. But no one could take the fire inside, and she excelled in her vocation, despite the fact that she was denied a formal education. To number theory, she did provide important contributions, as proof of Fermat's last theorem relied upon her own solutions. The Eiffel Tower stands before our eyes thanks in part to work that she'd done. But of the 72 scientists recognised, sadly, she wasn't one. Her death certificate sang the same song, listing property holder as her position. But at least today we can write that wrong. She was Sophie Germain, mathematician. Oh, that is wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, oh poetry. I'm quite emotional. I was like, oh. <laughs>